0: this thing on, because it's getting ready to be on.
1: Hello, and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guest name today is Sarah Tambacucci, the new president and CEO of Tech Buffalo. We talk about Sarah's path, both into the tech world and to the current role at Tech Buffalo. We talk about Tech Buffalo's mission, its goals, and a lot of the platforms and activities that they'll be activating to achieve those. And then we talk more macroscopically about our tech ecosystem, what we need to grow it even further, and how we can convince others to join in. Thanks so much for listening.
0: So Tech Buffalo is a really, really cool and unique organization. So it is a nonprofit that is focused on building an inclusive and accessible accessible tech ecosystem in Western New York. So it is really an organization that's focused on connecting, convening, and collaborating with a lot of organizations. So think employers, training partners community partners um, and also community members to make tech more accessible, more visible, and really to better define those career opportunities, whether it's, you know, fostering tech talent, so growing it, attracting it to the region, or of course, retaining the great tech talent that we have here already.
1: So you, before this, were with M&T Tech and, you know, through our work at Invest Buffalo Niagara and b in Buffalo. One of the messages we always try and tell people is that there are, you know, there's a career ladder for you to climb. People don't want to relocate for just one opportunity. You know, we say there's a career ladder, not just a step stool. There's a cluster of, you know, these these companies where you'll have multiple opportunities to grow your career. Um, one of the big messages out of M and Tech has always been that this is a community initiative, not just an M and T thing. And you know, now with your role switching over to Tech Buffalo, I think you kind of, you know, in a way prove both of those points as as true. So I guess what attracted you um, to the opportunity? Obviously the organization's kind of, you know, younger and a lot of exciting things in front of it. So what attracted you to Tech Buffalo?
0: Yeah. It's really interesting when you talk about the career ladder and the Career opportunities being a driver to keeping talent in the region or attracting talent. Um, I'll just share a little bit more of a personal side of the answer to this question. So, if you had met me when I was 18, I just wanted to get out of Buffalo. Like, I didn't think there was going to be any opportunity. I ended up in Miami. But then I came home and I still thought, even when I graduated, Oh, with this opportunity, you know, I'll stay and I'll see where it takes me. So I started my career um, at a law firm that was wonderful because it was a great opportunity to learn um, life in a professional setting. It was a good opportunity to understand what I enjoyed and what I didn't enjoy and how I wanted my career to progress. But something kind of like a flip switched where I began to start appreciating everything that Buffalo has to offer and there has never been a shortage of opportunities for me here and what's interesting is i've had such a diverse professional experience and i don't know if you would get that in other cities so if you kind of look at the resume lawyer you know um managed a third-party risk function operated essentially a chief of staff office in a technology organization for a top 20 bank you know and then this opportunity with tech buffalo which honestly, when I think about the evolution of my career, the question I've always asked myself is are you making an impact? Are you making this world better? And when I started law school those ambitions were about like how do you make the world better right like I wanted to be a human rights attorney and you know careers evolve and your professional path evolves. But now the question I'm asking myself is how can I make my community better? How can I make my backyard have impact in my backyard? Um, and so when I think about Tech Buffalo and the opportunity it provides, that was really a driving motivation behind um, exploring and pursuing this role. And then I also had the benefit through my work with MNT Tech and the Tech Academy that I had already gotten the chance to partner with Tech Buffalo and see what an amazing organization it was. So I just feel really fortunate and humble in some ways to be able to take on this position in this role.
1: So you know, as you just said your your background is not in tech you were a lawyer um, and part of the argument about the tech buffalo and the tech ecosystem is is transitioning people that aren't in tech or don't consider themselves you know tech savvy or technologists converting them into you know people that can work at a tech organization and and making it a little bit more commonplace so in some ways your a success story of you know, this, this argument or this movement, um, I often think about my brother is in HVAC and he's super smart, super tech savvy. And I think like, he's the person that, (laughs) that, you know, he's the audience, right. And, and to a degree you were, so, you know, what's your argument to folks, you know, what would your pitch be to someone like yourself a, a bunch of years ago, or, you know, my brother, people like that to get them into a tech field?
0: Ooh, it's a that's a great question, and I think, you know, I think about the way our economy is evolving, and I think about really, you know, you have tech companies, but then you have tech-enabled companies, and I think I'd ask the question: Find me a company from a small business to a Fortune 500 that isn't being disrupted by tech. And the way the economy is changing so quickly, so fast, those skills that you learn in a traditional four-year degree, in a traditional classroom experience, in so many ways, they're stale within 12, 24, 48 months. So, you know, when we think about tech and we think about technology skills, we say tech skills are the new trade skills. I mean, this is foundational, whether you're going to run a company or be a software engineer. So that opportunity to expose yourself to tech, tech skills, tech adjacent skills can only improve your ability in terms of being employable and also keeping you relevant in a constantly changing economy. Um, I think that that's something that I feel like I wish I had ex- had exposure to that sooner. When I was in undergrad, when I was in grad school, and we're seeing those pro- those programs evolve too to address the fact that there's just this acknowledgement, you know, we're all in this race for relevance, and the economy is changing so quickly. You have to figure out ways to stay fresh.
1: So, tell the audience a bit. I know you, you opened on kind of what is Tech Buffalo. Tell the audience a bit about you know, how the organization is going to achieve this, whether it's the, you know, Western New York Tech Skills Initiative um, or any programs, you know, I know you're just a a few weeks on, but you have kind of kicking around in your head to achieve some of these goals.
0: Yeah, there's a lot kicking around in my head um, being about a month or so in, which is a, it's a really fun space to be in. Um, and a shout out to my team member, Sydney Johnson, who's done a wonderful job kind of onboarding me to help me learn more about Tech Buffalo and all the work that they've been um, engaged in. You know, she we're putting together kind of a year in review, and she indicated to me that Tech Buffalo in some way has been involved in increasing access for community members to about 13 thousand hours of training whether through the pathways program or through western new york tech skills initiative which is really exciting so when you think about i want to focus kind of on the homegrown talent component first i mean we have such a wonderful community it's so essential to invest in tech training within our own backyard. And so when we think about fostering and growing that tech talent, you know we're wrapping up the Western New York Tech Skills Initiative, which was a great community collaboration to bring free digital and tech skills uh, virtually to community members impacted by COVID. So we were able to engage with hundreds of community members to provide that first kind of exposure to tech skills, maybe to open the door to potential further exploration. Um, We're working in collaboration with the Tech Academy right now to launch our first in-person Um, full-time, Monday through Friday, nine to five data analytics bootcamp training experience, open to community members that don't have a traditional tech background. So that's launching in mid-January. And what I'm most excited about in that case is that we actually collaborated with a small group of employers to co-create the curriculum. And we asked the employers to commit to providing meaningful job opportunities at the end of the training. And so the students will be able to interact with some of our lead employers throughout the course of um, the 12-week program to really understand what it's like to work in an entry-level uh, data analytics role in these companies. Um, so that's something we'll be testing with 20-25 community members and determining how we scale from there. And then I'm really excited to collaborate with partners like Invest Buffalo Niagara, Forge 43 North to look at how do we as Tech Buffalo convene and collaborate in terms of how we're attracting tech talent to Buffalo? How do we explore partnerships with our universities and colleges to see those 27,000 graduates every year? How do we make those tech opportunities more visible to them so that they're excited and engaged and interested in staying in Western New York? So those are Some of the things that will be top of mind going into 2022.
1: And I want to pivot a little bit more macroscopically now. And it ties into a lot of the, I think, programs that you just listed and exciting things to come. Um, Invest Buffalo Niagara, through our work, just attracted and welcomed rural sourcing to Western New York. They're going to create 150 uh, new tech jobs right here in Buffalo. And, you know, part of their search process and even the AI they use to analyze data on which city to operate in is specifically targeting those second third tier cities outside of the coasts um, do you do you think the the value proposition for like tech talent in tech cities is changing as their momentum towards whether it's because of the pandemic or just you know, the nature of technology industry growing so rapidly and just running out of people on the coast. Do you think that there's more opportunity for a city like Buffalo now?
0: I 100% think the answer to that is yes. And we could probably spend an entire separate podcast talking about why. But I think about it kind of in two ways. So I think that there's a real recognition as a country that we will not reach our highest and greatest potential if all of the tech innovation and the talent that supports that is in four or five or six or seven coastal cities. Um, that's just not sustainable for us as a nation and it leaves too many people behind. So I think that there is a real awakening around that. And people have been talking about this for years, right? But real kind of momentum around recognizing that we can't leave the second and third tier cities behind. And then I think with COVID, that combines with this understanding that quality of life is really important. And we learned a lot about the ways that we work through remote work, uh, virtual collaboration. And so that recognition, that appreciation for quality of life, I think, I don't really have anything definitive to hang my hat on, but I think that that's become, it's resonating more with people. People are asking themselves those questions. And so cities like Buffalo that have you know, accessible housing right now from an affordability perspective that have a great balance for work, play, um, live, are really, really attractive. I mean, Buffalo's a fantastic place, right? We get four seasons. You can ski, you have great hiking. The arts and culturals are out of this world. The food scene is fabulous. And you're 60 minutes away from Rochester, another awesome city, 90 minutes away from Toronto. You know, this is a wonderful, wonderful place to live. And I think people are starting to reevaluate that especially as their job opportunities expand with kind of virtual working. So I think that this is a real time for Buffalo and those other cities, um, mid-tier cities to kind of surge and say like, Hey, yeah, you know, we're important players in this game too. So very excited for what that means.
1: I know tech Buffalo was founded on a lot of competitive research and, and they looked a lot, a lot at a program, I think in Indianapolis. Um, you know, and took a lot from other coastal cities and mid-tier cities that have seen the kind of resurgence that we're now seeing or or want to see. Um, I wanted to look at the other side of the coin. Um, what do you think other cities could take from Buffalo's recent success? What are we doing well?
0: It's a really good question. Um, and one that I think it requires a bit of a nuanced answer. But if I was to say, hey, the one thing you should look at in, at Buffalo for in terms of thinking about what you need as an element of success in your city, I think it's the creation of the sense of community and kind of the collaborativeness that you're observing now among different stakeholders, be it organizations, be it community partners, be it trainer, training partners. Um, That is such an essential element of success because you've seen sort of legacy silos that have been built up over time and that creates waste, right, and duplication of services, and no city is ever going to be perfect, but I'm really observing this high degree of intention to collaborate, convene, and be inclusive, and I think that's a differentiating component, especially when you think about, like, Buffalo is the city of good neighbors, and with it comes, like, this just degree of we're gritty, we're hardworking, we're resilient, we're humble, and when you combine that with the spirit of collaboration and convening, I think that's a really powerful element of success.
1: So before I let you go, first of all, thank you very much for all of your time um, and work in the community. Before I let you go, we always end on a couple hard-hitting blizzard around questions. So if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be?
0: Ooh, that's a good question too. Man, you're just full of them today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am between mint chocolate chip and Anderson's black raspberry soft serve. Um, I think I'm going to go with the mint chocolate chip. Black
1: raspberry <laughs> milkshake at Anderson. This is amazing.
0: <laughs> I've never had it. I'm going to have to try it now.
1: How about a book or TV show that you would recommend?
0: So there is a book by Isabel Wilkerson called Cast, The Origins of Our Discontents. And I read that recently and it is an extremely powerful thought-provoking book that I would Recommend to anyone that is interested in exploring the history of racism in America. Um, it's a very, very powerful
1: book. Do you prefer a text or phone call?
0: Uh, honestly, sometimes a phone call is really nice. I think it's because it's rare.
1: <laughs> How about hiking or skiing?
0: Oh, that's an unfair question. Can I answer both? That's I really fair. enjoy both.
1: You gave a really like passionate answer earlier about, you know, why Buffalo and you mentioned both hiking and skiing. And I thought immediately like, Oh, this is going to be a tough question later. <laughs> um, how about uh, bills or sabers?
0: Bills. But to be totally honest, I really wish we had a professional basketball team in Buffalo.
1: We should let's next tech ba- tech Buffalo platform. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last question, most important one, chicken wings, drumstick or flat.
0: Definitely flat.
1: Thank you very much for your time and all your work in the community. Really appreciate it.
0: Oh, Greg. Thanks so much. It was a pleasure. I really enjoyed the conversation.
1: Bellringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast. Follow our social media channels and read our blog at buffaloniagra.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.